welcome back to another episode of Broken Record Ministries. I'm Ronnie. Brother Bob's here. How's it going? John's back with us. How's it going, guys? <clears throat> no medium mic, no silent Ron. Slackers. Say our vacationers, boite. Part timers. Part timers. <laughs> our Bible verse this week is Ephesians 6 10, through, 10 and 11. Yes. Would you like to read that, Bob? I absolutely would. And it goes like this it says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. And that's our topic. It is. Without our super two superstars here. Three superstars. Three, yeah. Carl's on yeah, vacation Carl's too. Bay, he's the part timers, boy. See, I was hard picking on Mike and Silent Run. I was. I was gonna let Carl slide. I got you, Carl. I got you back. <laughs> I was trying to come up with a topic and then it's on my finger. Like it is. It's inscribed on my wedding ring. It is. And so I was like, huh, we haven't talked about that. And I'd like to openly talk about that. So, to be redundant, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. <laughs> talk about that armor. It's a. It's like going into battle. Mm-hmm. Only this time it's like spiritual warfare mm-hmm. type. And if you have your gauntlets on. And just your gauntlets on, you're wide open. Absolutely. If you just have your chest piece on, you're wide open. Yeah. Well, you know uh, that there's seven pieces to the armor of God. And it starts out with the belt of truth. You know, back in the, back in the Roman days, the belt actually held all the armor together. Because when they girded the belt up... They had the sword seats that the sword hung on. Mm-hmm. It held all the breastplate stuff in intact and in in place because you had to take the belt off to absolutely take the armor off. Right. Same difference here for the belt of truth. Um, for God, you know, the belt actually is the word of God. It's the truth of God, which the truth of God would be His word, the Bible. That's where the truth of God comes from. And, you know, that's that's the belt that holds all the armor together for the believers. The ultimate truth can be found in God's Word. And that's what the truth of the belt of truth does for us, you know. Um, it actually... Uh, Ties everything together? Ties everything together, yes. Ties it all together. So, you know... If you don't have that belt of truth, if you don't have that belt on, the rest of the armor is not going to work like it's supposed to. Right. For some fact is, the belt of truth is, like I say, it's God's word. If you ain't got God's word, it's not going to work. Right. You know, you can stand there all day long and be like, oh, yeah, I can fight the devil and I can I can ward him off. But can you really? Right. Without God being there, without his truth being on you, mm-hmm. with that belt of truth not being on there, you can't. Eventually, he's going to beat you down because you can't stand you can't stand strong against him. And like, it's such I, like when you think of knight's armor, 
or any kind of armor, a belt seems so insignificant. No matter what. Right. Like, that's its purpose. Its only purpose is to hold everything together. But yet, without it, like you said, everything's loose and hanging and falls off or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, even though it might seem insignificant at times, it's the most important piece. It's very important, yes. You know, uh, how to use that belt of truth, if you really want to know the best way to do it, start your day in the Word. You know, go to God's Word, start your day. That's how to start it. That's how to start girting that belt up. And then uh, end your day in His Word. You know what I'm saying? That way you, you, you keep it girded up, you keep it tight so nothing can, you know, just keep the truth of God on you all the time. Right. It, you know, He tells us to continually pray to Him, to continually keep His Word written somewhere where we can see it. Same difference. Yep. You know, you start with His Word in the day, you end with Him in the day. Mm-hmm. And all day long you think about Him, ponder on His Word and, and think about what you've read. Yep. Before I let John speak, I'm going to talk about this before I, before it goes away. But the farther, think about this: the farther, when you're a fresh believer, mm-hmm. that belt might not be so tight, right? So your armor just might be dangling and hanging on. But the farther you go, the tighter that belt gets, mm-hmm. and the stronger. Protection yes. from things you have. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, keeping that belt tight is important because if you think about when you're in combat, when you're in battle, um, if you if your gear is loose, if you're trying to warn off the attack of the enemy, and your gear is loose and flopping around, it's hindering you more than it is helping you. Right. Yeah. So it's it's. it's not letting you have full movement. Correct. Yeah. Or you're trying to catch that piece as your, or you know, your your breastplate's flying up in your in your, in your face, face or, so then it blocks your vision. Blocks you, yeah. you know you this see. all too well because you're in the military. A little so, bit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But you were, can, uh, but were you in a movie? I was not in a movie. No, no. I was not. <laughs> I was not. Sorry, folks. Our movie star's not here. No, the movie star's not here tonight. But uh, but you're absolutely right. That's a good point. Yeah. So if you if you don't. If you don't have God's word, if you're not, if you don't have it in your heart, if you're not meditating on it, if you're not thinking about it, and and really digging into it, not just, um, hey, I've got my Bible app open and I I, I got my streak going, right, and yeah. I just want to see how big that number gets, yeah. and so I just open my Bible app and I, I breeze through it. You, you got to have that belt tight, otherwise, um, those lies that the devil's throwing at you are going to. Is, are going to find those those weak spots in those armor, those those places where he can just slip that in there and that and, and poke that little hole. So he's per se going to have uh, armor piercing rounds. Could be, well, possibly, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, if you don't if you don't incorporate the other parts of right, the of right. the armor here, yes, the the armor the armor piercing rounds could could definitely take you out. But um, yeah, having that belt is is critical to have um, just to get. To keep to keep the attack from the enemy from from getting through other parts of of where you're trying to be strong also. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you know, when you got your belt when you got your belt girded tight, 
best thing to do is just memorize scripture for the lies and the struggles that you're going through in that day. Mm -hmm. You know, because there's scripture in that Bible for everything that pertains in your life. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's the smallest thing to the biggest thing. God's got it in that Bible right there. Agreed. Yeah. Next piece of armor. Breastplate of righteousness. You know, the Roman soldiers, they were always equipped with the breastplates. That piece of armor was really vital because it covered the vital parts of the body. Mm-hmm. You know, so somebody, you know, of course, back then they was made out of, they were pretty heavy stuff. Yeah. Ain't no telling how much that stuff really weighed. Right. I wouldn't doubt that breastplate probably wasn't 100 pounds by itself, you know, because it was a thick piece of metal. And it really took a lot to absolutely stab through that, yeah. pierce through that. I mean, it took a it took a good hardened sword to really go through that metal, and it had to be a it had to be a pretty good piece of metal to actually pierce through that. Right. So, and like John said though, but you know, even though he's got that breastplate on, if he hasn't got it properly installed, or if he hasn't properly got it on, you know, they're going to find ways in to get around that. Mm-hmm. You know. And it covers your heart. It covers your heart. Yeah. It absolutely does. That that was going to be what I brought up, is that breastplate is, is really important to cover your heart. Because that's where your thoughts, your emotions, um, all of that really originates from. Um, yes, it's your physical heart, but also your spiritual heart. Um, so you're going to, if you don't have that protection around that, and that strength put around that, and he starts... You know, using those arrows to pierce mm-hmm. into that area, and it's 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 hard to fight back. Well, yeah, because the breastplate was for like a, a quick, unexpected hit. Yeah, you know what I'm right. saying. That's why it was there, so so it wouldn't pierce through and get you. Yeah, you know, because when you're sword fighting, you know, sometimes they get lucky and go in, you know, get right in there. Well, yeah. you know, that's one of those quick, unexpected jabs. Well, it's going to stop. It. So, and you know. He's like a thief in the night, so he's going to find ways to slip past it, or try to find ways to slip past it. Yeah, you know, and as believers, you know, uh, we have no righteousness apart from that. His breastplate, you know, that's that's it. That's our righteousness is his breastplate. Yeah. And it never fails. Right. So, but... uh, Because we're protecting... Our love for him as yes. well, right? Not just not just us, but our love for him mm-hmm. also. Yes, and, and you know, and he's protecting us with that breastplate. Exactly. That yeah, that's that's his protection for us. Mm-hmm. That's how he pertains to protect us from from the devil. Yeah. You know, if if not, it wouldn't have been in there. Yeah. You know, he wouldn't have said, "Take on my armor and use it like you're supposed to." Right. You know, you can't just take a piece of it. And be like, oh, I'm just going to use this. You got to have the whole thing for well, it to work. And also, it depends, like, your mindset of which armor plate you're putting on today. Right. The one of galvanized steel, aluminum, mm-hmm. copper. Like, what kind of breastplate are you going to put on? That's the strength of your face going on you. How easy are you allowing yourself for those attacks? Yeah. And, you know... Um, how do we use that breastplate of righteousness? It says, identify righteous activities in your life that strengthen you. Like just randomly going up, talking to somebody about Jesus. You know, 
go up and ask them how their day is going and invoke Jesus into the conversation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's what we're supposed to do. You know, and then uh, we identify unrighteousness activities in our life that weaken us. So they're the cracks. So the cracks, yes. Sort of like the crack in your your breastplate, you know. But it's not God that makes that crack. It's us that makes that crack. Right. We allow that crack to get there. And then, you know, him being the crafty old boy he is, which I'm talking about the devil. Mm -hmm. You know, he's going to seep right through there and he's going to pierce you. Yeah. Well, that's us too that which one we decide to grab right it just what are you're we it, are we going to grab the old crappy broken one or are we going to grab the one that god really intended for us to wear right. well, i don't want to carry this one because yeah. it's too heavy yeah go ahead john but also <clears throat> relying on his righteousness um if if we pick up our own breastplate mm-hmm. we're picking up all of our our issues our brokenness our, our problems if we pick up his breastplate of righteousness he is completely righteous. He is the full uh, righteousness, uh, the approval, basically, of of the Father. Uh, so, if by having that, we know we fell short of His approval, but we have His breastplate on of His righteousness. No matter what the devil throws at us, saying, "Hey, you aren't good enough. You aren't this. You aren't that." Well, it doesn't matter that I'm not that because right. I know I am, but He is absolutely, and I'm I'm following Him and and you relying on Him to protect me from that, and yeah. and I you like have no you, stand there. I like how you emphasize that the breastplate that we pick up, we bring all of our junk with us. Yeah. I mean, you know yeah. that that's that is it. That's it. I think you hit the nail on the head right there. All I mean, of our dents, all yeah. of our imperfections. Yeah. All. yeah, that's just. Uh, I like how you. I like how you done that. I mean, when you pick that old breastplate up, our breastplate, the one we gonna wear, we just bring all of our stuff with us. Well, he's gonna pierce right through that. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, that was very good. I his like best breastplate of righteousness. Yeah. What's the next piece you got there? Uh the sandals with the gospel of peace. It, you know, uh, I guess the Roman soldiers' feet were lifted with sandals. They were called colleagues, or however yeah. you pronounce that. Yeah. You know, these sandals were made to help protect the soldiers' feet during the long marches into battle. Kind of like a good pair of Nikes are today. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or a good pair of Pumas. Right. That's what I wear a lot. Right. Puma, yeah. Because they're they're a good shoe. You know, but uh, yeah. Um, they had them at extremely thick soles and they wrapped perfectly around their ankles in a way that protected against blistering. So, you know, uh, the sandals with the gospel of peace and it says, uh, how do you use that gospel of peace? First of all, you got to preach the gospel to you yourself. Spread it. Yeah. No, you got to preach it to yourself. Okay, yeah. You got to understand it. You got to believe it. Yeah. You have got to truly believe what that gospel says. You got to believe in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You got to believe in the Trinity. You got to believe what they've done for us. That's how we start. That's how we start preaching the gospel to ourselves. We believe God is the creator of everything. We believe Jesus is the Son of God who come to the world, who is God that come to the world to show us how to live and to save our souls. Then we got to believe that the Holy Spirit, after Jesus ascended, when the Holy Spirit come back down, 
That is God living within us to show us and guide us and direct us in our daily walk. It's our foundation. It's our foundation, yes. And then we got to share our testimonies with others. If we don't share our testimonies with others, what good is it doing us to say, oh, well, we're a believer in Christ. We believe what Jesus done for us. But I'm not going to tell nobody what I've done or what he's done for me. We're going to shield our we're gonna, candle. Yeah, our candle. Yeah, I'm going to close my walls around me, and I'm just going to stay tucked in here all nice and safe. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're supposed to do. No. And guys, you all can chime in anytime. I don't need to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all good stuff. But, no, like, but it is your foundation. Like, it is. I, when I was doing my research for this, like, the lacing up properly of the Roman sandals struck to me also because if you're walking doing anything and that's what we're doing we're walking around spreading the gospel no matter if we're actually walking or not but if you don't have if you're not cinched up or confident enough to do it then it might be a blister Mm -hmm. or because it's a journey that's what you're going on is that journey and you need a good pair of shoes or foundation for that journey or to start that journey so and yeah yeah just we'll just think about uh i wouldn't want to hike a hike mount olympus in my hey dudes no it wouldn't work you know it wouldn't work you know just just think of uh just think of all the all the israelites that lived in the wilderness for 40 years their shoes never wore out. Their clothes never wore out. You know? So, yeah, that's a good pair of shoes right there, yeah. you know? And think about this, too. By lacing up the ankles, mm-hmm. it's support and the foundation yeah. for the heaviness mm-hmm. of the rest of the armor. Of the rest of the armor, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because if you're not, if your ankles is not supporting and doing what, you know, if they're not, if they're not being supported, you're going to... Well, you, you're going to destroy yeah. yourself. Yeah. So, also, you know, uh, we need to be living examples. Yeah. You know, the way we walk through life definitely will be seen by other yes. people. Yeah. You know, it, and, and if we're saying we're, we're one of God's children, but yet we're living life like we've never changed, what good are we doing? Right. We're, we're definitely not glorifying God in any way right and that's where it's at we got to glorify him in everything we do I don't care whether it's at work whether we're at home or whether we're playing somewhere he needs to be first he needs to be glorified he's the one that needs the credit for everything somebody's always watching somebody's watching right absolutely somebody's always watching like I know I'm sure all of us have fistfuls of stories of something that was might have been meaningful for somebody else that our actions did, good or bad, yep. that we didn't even know about or we didn't even think twice about. And it could have reflected in a good light or it could have reflected in a bad light. Yeah. Hopefully the good light, right? Yeah. But I could probably tell you I have more stories about being reflected in bad light than I do in good. I think we all do. Because them, them bad stories, they, they always seem to dig their way back up into your life yeah. you know that there's always somebody trying to dig your past back well up. not just that but like if it had, when yeah. you don't think somebody's watching and you do something or whatever yes. right 
like you're trying to get away with it. Right. Yeah. Or whatever. Yes. Right? Like, oh, yeah. I saw him do that. Mm-hmm. In a bad way. Yeah. Well, when I, when I first got saved and I was trying to change my life, which that's a hard thing to do. Yeah. It really mm-hmm. is. It's, it's hard to break them habits. Yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, I'd have people, you know, I'd try to, I'd try to direct them in the right way. And they're, they're like, well, you used to do it this way. What's wrong with not going ahead and doing it this way? Right. I'm like, that's not the way we're supposed to do it. They're the like, way. but that's where you used to do it. Right. I'm like, but that's not how I'm doing it now. <laughs> you know? That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's that way it didn't work. Yeah, that way did not work. Yeah, I'm right. trying to trying to give you some in, in encouragement and enlightenment here that that way does not work. Well, and, uh, like, it didn't even have to be that far back, Bob. Like, take a couple months ago. Oh, yeah. When we all went to an event. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, Thanks for reminding me. We handled it poorly. <laughs> we did handle that very poorly. Yes. So, you know, that's kind of... But there wasn't no major... I mean, it could have been detrimental. But, like, there was no major thing that we did, per no. se. But, like, it it definitely wasn't the way we should have handled it. Right. We didn't present ourselves like we should have. Correct. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is we had... We had two that uh, we should have been... Trying, shielding, yes. shielding, and and trying not, yes, not to. Uh, what am I trying to say? We should have been showing them the right way and not yeah. the wrong way. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I guess we just had to pull the truth out there and say it right. Yeah, we? right. yeah. We were just teaching them wrong. We were bad. We were bad. Yeah, we were because we were the we were the older yeah faith walkers. I guess you would call us yeah. We were more seasoned. Yeah, we miserably failed that night. Yeah. Actually, I think them two were probably probably more... They were probably more on track than we was that night. Yeah. I mean, for real. Yeah. Yeah. Sandals, John? Mine says shoes or sandals, yeah. The shoes of peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I think that could be a large thing that people see with all the chaos that's going on around us every day. If if you're a Christian and you're showing the example of peace that you have because you have that confidence that God's got everything taken care of, and, hey, I don't need to worry about this. Yeah. If you can have that confidence and, and show that peace in your heart and, and what's going on, um, that really attracts a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And that gives you that opportunity to share why you have that peace. So you're able to spread that good news, spread that gospel. Um, if, if your shoes and if, if, you're, if your shoes are loud and crazy and you're running around uh, joining in with all the craziness that's going on in this world um, and you're not showing the peace, everyone else is, well, that guy says he, he believes in somebody greater and says he believes in... What all that that everything's going to be okay, but he's not demonstrating that. Are you really showing what's really true in your heart? Right. Are you really standing out? Yeah. Are you standing out for the positive things, the right things, and not not uh, blending in? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Which it seems like we do more often than we should, no matter what it is. Well, yeah, because, you know, sometimes it's hard to stand out for the good things. You know, it's easier to, if if I just say I don't care about that situation or, oh, that doesn't bother me, 
you know, you're 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 hoping that situation just goes away. Right. And, and that's easier in life. You yeah. know, that's one less cool. thing I got to handle. And you don't even have to rebuttal. No. You can stay silent. Correct. And sometimes stay in silence more hurtful than is just not. A, yeah 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 staying silent could uh could yeah could make the situation worse you know or it could keep it going keep it going yeah or by staying silent you could lose someone that was thinking about doing something they shouldn't be doing if you stay silent yeah. you know yeah. i don't think we should ever stay silent especially when it comes to god you know we should we should be out there Trying to trying to tell people who he is, what he's done for us, in a loving manner. In a lo- yes, yes, in a loving manner. Yeah. Not, well, yeah. like like John said, in a peaceful manner. You know? Yes, and correct. Peace is actually love. I, mean, I, I just wanted to like emphasize that yes. to make sure because yes. you know we're not. There is a, a scripture, and I, I, I'm not good exactly where it's at, but it says always be prepared to give your why you believe, why you, why you share, and and a lot of people take that. And they stop there, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Well, that means I can tell somebody they're doing things wrong and ju- and basically judge them." But they, if you continue reading that verse, it always says in a humble, peaceful, loving manner. Right. Right. So uh, if if you're not if if you're if you always have that testimony ready, always be prepared to to share what you're doing, but don't be that person that's loud and in someone's face because they're they're doing something that you deem is wrong right mm-hmm. and not be able to do that in a peaceful humble way with love because you're not gonna you're not gonna change the heart there right you're right. not gonna all you're gonna do is make them mad yeah you're just gonna yeah. you're just gonna run and them push away. them away mm-hmm. run them away run them away yeah you're gonna run them away yeah mm-hmm. so that brings us to the shield of faith you know that was a Romans. That was their complex piece of armor. The shield was, you know, it, it was also called a, a scutum. Uh, that was their primary defense. That shield, that you know, because they mm-hmm. could they could move it around wherever they needed that shield to go. Right. You know. So, but you know, they were they were made of impenetrable wood, or possibly leather, canvas, and they was uh, you know they was made of metal also. And they also doused them in water, so when them fiery when them fiery arrows come, you know the water yeah. would put the arrows out. Right. So you know that's so that brings us you know to where if we believe and we have faith in God, if we have our faith in God, that's our shield for believers. Our faith is our shield yeah. for God. Yeah. You know we we trust what God. We trust in God's power, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and we trust in His in, in His protection. Uh, we can remain steadfast in Him that way too. You know, yep. that's that's what our faith mm-hmm. does for us. Yep. It allows us to stand firm and steadfast in God. Right. Hey, you brought up those flaming arrows, and that's that's what the the evil one's going to throw at you. Oh, absolutely! And, fiery darts. And you got to have that shield to to protect yourself. Um, to to keep that those firing darts from from penetrating you, if, if if you can sit there and have that faith in God's promises, that He's promised that He's going to do this, He's promised and uh, that He's going to protect us, He's promised that this is going to happen and that's going to happen. That that's all written out through this entire Bible through His Word. 
if you focus on that and keep your faith there, those fire arrows that they sling at you, they don't mean nothing. Nope. No. Because no. I know what you're telling me is a lie. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he can't lie. He is always true. He will never change. And those are promises you can stand on. Mm-hmm. And so that, that shield protects you from all that stuff that, hey, if I just get this little arrow back in him, I'll get him to turn back. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. But no. Well, I'm glad you said that because, you know, uh, we got to take time to remember God's promises. Yeah. You know, uh, you know when them fiery darts try to impact our heart. You know, uh, we extinguish them with reminders of God's goodness yes. over our circumstances. You know, that's how we get rid of them. That's where the faith comes in because right. we allow God to take care of the problem. Right. We don't have to do. Yep. It. And when I when I was doing mine and I kept talking about the shield and doing all my research on it, the one thing that I kept going back to was the movie Three Hundred. Mm. Right? I don't know if anybody's seen that. I'm not saying go out and watch it. But there was one-on-one battles where the shield protected them. But there was also group battles where everybody in their tribe, in their platoon, whatever, each person that had a shield protected each other. Yeah, because when and then it fit in from front, back, side, yeah. mm-hmm. up top, and that's like our our walk. Yeah, like our tribe, our community, yeah. whatever. Yeah, like everybody's got a place. Every shield's got a place. Not only is it big enough because their shields were huge, huge. Yeah, was it big enough to protect me? But it could also protect my partner over here. Hey, you can interlock those shields. And, well, that's where I was just getting ready to say. You know. Uh, a soldier's shield was the strongest link when it was linked together. Yeah. Because you could take, like you were saying, you take that band and they would surround and put all them shields up and it would make kind of like a... A bubble. A bubble hut. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, so, you know, we take that and when we band together with other believers, that's just like linking them shields together. We all yep. link our faith together mm-hmm. and we allow that to protect us all in one shot. Yeah. And that's what, you know, and that's what we're supposed to do as believers. We're supposed to band together. We're not supposed to tear each other down. We're not supposed to ridicule each other. We're supposed to band together. We're supposed to lift each other up. We're supposed to help each other. If somebody falls, we pick them up. Mm-hmm. A hand up, not a hand, hand down. Up. That's right. A hand up, not a hand down. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, if you think about it, is as a group, you are protecting yourself much more better Yes, one person with one shield can protect themselves, but if you have three people or four people with a shield, you can protect yourself all the way around. Yeah. Looking for those sneak attacks from behind, looking for those those attacks that are coming at you from your blind side. Right. You have those people there that, can, that will stand there and lock their arms together, lock their shields together with you and say, no, not today. Yeah. Right. Sometimes even when you don't want them to be. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, what's, what's he say in Ecclesiastes? A strand of three is better than one. Correct. Yeah. You know, and when you got when you got a strand of three, or a strand of twenty, or a strand of whatever, the more you've got, the, the stronger, stronger that the stronger that rope is. Yeah. So when you've got twenty believers that have got steadfast steadfast faith, and truly step out in that faith. Brother, there's going to be some movement. Yes, there is. I guarantee it. And it doesn't even have to... You can go from the defensive 
to the offensive just as quick yeah. with with shields. Yes, with, yes, right? yes, absolutely. Because uh, you can just keep bumping, keep pushing the mm-hmm. keep pushing it back. Yeah. Yep. So, saying that, that means we need to recount God's past victories in our life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, don't. We're not supposed to. We're not supposed to fret over the stuff that we've lost. We fret over the stuff that God has given us, that God has allowed us to use for Him, and you know, don't go to the desert to get your feet wet. Yeah, I got my answer, but we'll wait. Okay. Did we ever get any emails on any of that? I I hadn't seen none. Dang, I was hoping there would be some good answers there. But yeah, just uh, you know, just go back and count your victories. Yeah. Don't don't count your defeats because yeah. that's what the devil wants you to do. He wants right. you to think you're defeated. You're never defeated when you trust and have faith in yeah. God. No. Count your victories. Yeah. Blessings. That's right. Prosper, not broke. That's it. That's right. Yeah. That's it. So that brings us to the helmet of salvation. You know, the soldier's head is one of the most vulnerable areas. You know, if you ain't got your head covered, or yeah. you ain't got something on it, mm-hmm. that poor old melon's gonna get split. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe not mine. It's pretty. <laughs> it's gonna bounce off. It's gonna right. bounce off and just go on. <laughs> You're already dead. <laughs> you know, without his helmet, if he had a blow to the head, it it would definitely be fatal. Yeah. You know. Because yeah. you know, you hit somebody in the head with a sword or anything. A bar, a blunt object. They gonna bleed. They gonna split wide open. Yeah. It's gonna crack it like an egg. Yeah. You know. Um, but you know, his helmet actually covered his entire head. It covered covered around his ears, and it actually had a piece that come down between his nose. Well, you understand that probably that piece actually the nose. If you hit the nose just right. It'll yeah. shove your nose into your brain. Right. It'll kill you. Right. So that's that's why that covered it. It probably come down about to the lip area, from what I understand on that stuff. Mm-hmm. It covered the whole nose, so that way it couldn't. It had to be uncomfortable too. It had to be. It had oh, to be. I'm getting used to. Isn't God? Isn't God some? Uh, aren't we uncomfortable sometimes in God? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, if we're always comfortable. Are we truly doing God's work? We're not doing it right. We're not doing right. something right. Yeah. If we're always comfortable, it's that uncomfortable stuff that uh, that makes God really kick. Yeah. But the helmet also protects us from every like thoughts. Also, yeah. I mean, not per se, but. It protects you. It can help protect you from the doubts that are being thrown back at you. Yeah. Um, I have salvation, and you have that helmet sitting there going, "No, that doubt that you don't that you oh you were so bad that you couldn't be saved." No, no, I have salvation. Yeah. It it bounces off that helmet and and or you did this really bad thing. No, I have salvation. Yeah, Yeah. because it empowers us to fight. Yeah. Yeah. And it shields us from... Read my notes. No! <laughs> it shields us from not just 
his barf that he's throwing at us, but everybody else's too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, which might come from him anyways, but, you know. And then there's our there's our helmet. There's our, our, our shield for our head. Yeah. Basically, it's what it is, yeah. Yeah, it, it protects us in our weakness. Yeah. In our weaknesses, I'll put it that way. Yeah. With our self confidence, right. too. Yeah, because without without salvation, there is no victory. Mm-hmm. No victory at all. So we got to stand on the conviction of our salvation. See what I'm saying? You understand yeah. what I'm saying there? Yeah. Because if you don't if you don't believe if you don't believe in the salvation, what good is it doing? If you don't stand on that victory, yeah, yeah. If you don't have, if you don't stand on that, and it, it, all of this just builds off each other. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If, if you don't stand on that salvation and have faith that <clears throat> what you believe is true, you're 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 not going to be able to protect yourself fully. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, standing on that victory is knowing what Jesus done for us on that mm-hmm. cross. And understanding that death has no sting anymore, because yep. mm-hmm. we are not going to die again. There is we are, we will not die. All we're going to do is step from this life into our new life. There is no there is no such thing as death for us. Sleep. That's right. all it is. Sleep. That's it. So we need to place our thoughts on things above by listening to sermons. Listening to, um, Christian, you know, yeah. just kind of Christian stuff. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But got to make sure it's the stuff that's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. there's there's a lot of stuff that can stray you the wrong way, right? If you're not careful. Yeah. So make sure that you have a hearty diet. Yes, that's things. it, right there. there. Right, like yes. you want to be all meat and potatoes. Yes, but there's places for everything though yeah right like i'm not saying too much of something is bad but if you if you're focused only on one part of that right you're missing all the rest that's really being out there you can't cherry pick yeah you can't you can't just pick one little section and say oh this is the best i'm gonna just just sit here and feast on this all the time right you have to consume the whole the whole thing the whole thing right yeah, you know, it says be intentional about feeding your mind with spiritual food. Yeah. But you need to do it with the nutritious stuff. Right, yeah. You know, not the bad, not not the junk food. Right. Not yeah. the junk food. But ice cream is great. Yeah, ice cream's good. But. You can't live on it. No. What? Well, I know, John. <laughs> Trust me, I'm never with you, brother. <laughs> so that brings us to number six, the sword of the spirit. You know, all the other pieces of the soldier's arsenal are defense are defensive weapons, but not his sword. The sword the sword, a gladius, was a deadly weapon. In the hands of skilled war of a skilled warrior, he could pierce through even the strongest armor. So our sword actually is the word of God. Mm-hmm. That's our sword. Which you all already knew that. Yeah. And I th- in the right hands, it could be a great tool. Mm-hmm. But in the wrong hands, as in the wrong mindset, 
it can also be a huge detriment too because you're you're not supposed to use it to throw barbs no. and hurt people right you're supposed to lift them up yes yes and teach them yeah but I've seen a lot where it's used the other way yes. to win an argument mm-hmm. yes even though it might not be fully correct right but you still won yeah you got that win but did you but did you right but did you get that win you're right you know, all the other pieces of the armor, it protects us against being attacked. But with God's word, we're truly able to fight against the devil. And go back at and him. Go back yeah. at him. Go back right back at you know, him. Just think about uh, Christ and when he, you know, when he was tempted. Mm-hmm. I mean, what he used? He used scripture against the devil every mm-hmm. time. Right. Every time he used scripture. Well, that's what. That's what our sword is. It's scripture. We just we take scripture at it all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But we got to understand what that scripture means, right? You know, because you know you don't want to you don't want to take a little a little knife, mm-hmm. which is saying scripture but not understanding. Right. You want that big sword. So yeah. that's using scripture and truly knowing what it means. Right. You don't want the little dagger. You want the big claymore. Exactly. Yeah. Which. This is the only piece that's offensive. Mm-hmm. Correct. Right? Yes. Everything else is, is defensive. defensive. Yes. Now, you can use parts as, as a small yeah. offensive weapon yeah. or attack. But this is the one that absolutely takes him out. Right. Correct. Yeah. But I'm just saying there, there's only so much you could do from a headbutt yeah. with, with a helmet. Right. Right? Like... You're just knocking him back. Yeah, all, yeah, all you're doing is all you're doing is stunning him for a minute. Yeah, you're not taking him out. Right. That sword's going to take him out. Right. Yeah. So we want to arm ourselves. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah. Yeah. Be intentional about reading scripture. That's how you start arming yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, find time to dedicate yourself to reading that scripture. Yep. Which means make time to do it. Yeah. You know. God tells us we need to give him 10% back. Think about it. Two hours and 40 minutes a day is all we all, you know, is all he requires. Two hours and 40 minutes a day. I'll bet you, I'll bet you I'm lucky to give him an hour a day yeah. most of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, just, I hate to say that, but I, that's, yeah. you know, that's it's truth. Yeah. I mean, it's truth. Yeah. You know, and, and that's sad to say. I mean, you know. Because I'm not even giving him, I'm not even giving him two percent, you right. know, for real. Yeah. But you you brought up a good point about um, using, being prepared and using that weapon. Mm-hmm. Uh, with my military background and just being a dad, being a dad, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, looking out for those boys with ill intent, you know, <laughs> if if. If I don't train with my sword, if my sword is just sitting in in the car and only comes out for an hour on Sundays, or if my sword is sitting on the bookshelf and it never sees the light of day, and then that attack comes at me, you're not going to know how to use. It. I don't know how to use that sword. Yeah, you know, uh, I I don't know how to 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 take that that weapon that is is used to to just tear that enemy apart. 
And I, sometimes that enemy turns around and uses that against me. Yep. Yeah. Because the devil knows the Bible just as well, if oh. not more than anybody. I'm going to tell you what, he can read it. Front to back, back to front, yeah. side to side, up and down. It doesn't matter. He but can. He's going to put his line, his twist gonna, on he's it. He's going to twist it. If you don't know how to use your weapon properly, you are no. going to be completely ineffective in that and the, battle. The sad thing is, is he's going to twist it to where it doesn't sound like it's twisted. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, look what he done to Eve in the in the garden. Did he's God a... surely say you was going to die? Yeah. Did he say you was going to die? Well, no, we wasn't physically going to die, but we physically was going to be separated from God. Yeah, yeah. she. He was trying. He 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 done that little twist on it to where, oh, you're physically gonna die if you take a bite of that fruit. Right. But you're right, John. Like, is it that claymore that's set in on the? Is it gonna be? Are you gonna be strong enough to even right. lift it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. To protect yourself or others or whatever Whoever. the attack's yeah. coming from. Yeah. Is that it. Is that all you got? That ain't all I got, <laughs> I guess. Um, when you're beaten down, immerse yourself in the Bible. Yeah. You know, that's that's the Word of God. That's so. That's where we need to be all the time. We need to be physically in the Bible. You know, I use the Bible app on my phone, which is good because you know you got several different ones. Yeah. So, and it's convenient too because you. Punch in a word and yeah, go right to right where you there. need to be. Yeah. So, but yeah, just stay in the Bible. That's where you need. You just need to yeah. stay you in just God's stay in word. word. Yeah. You just need to stay in God's word. Yeah. You know, and then that brings us to to the seventh to number seven, which is prayer. You know, without prayer, and you're not talking to Him, if you haven't got that personal relationship with Him. I don't think any of that's going to do you any good. Mm-mm. You've got to have that personal relationship. Yeah. It's it's like with any relationship that you have, your your spouse, your significant other, whatever. If you don't have that communication, it's never going to work. You yeah. can look at every major battle that's ever been fought. Yeah. There is some type of communication happening between the leaders and the soldiers. Mm-hmm. If if that communication that form of communication breaks down. Usually things go bad really quickly. Yep. But if you have that constant line of communication, what's so amazing about about the gospel and about Christ is that He is our constant form of communication. Absolutely. Yeah. And that we we don't have to have someone else or or something else going on. We don't we don't have to pay somebody. We don't have to do anything like that. He's doing that for us. Yes. And we have that communication with Him. Um, Sometimes it sounds like that communication is broken, mm-hmm. but if you listen, if you're quiet and you listen and you focus, he's constantly talking to you back. Every yes. time, every time that the phone doesn't have a dial tone and it's on our end. Yeah, that's exactly yep. right. Not his. Yep. Yeah. You know, when we pray to him, I mean, that's showing our reliance to him. Yep. And you know, and if we don't have a personal relationship, and we don't have his presence. No, well, there's no anything. You know, we're powerless. I mean, yeah. you know, we can't we can't do anything without him. Yeah. And I I want to go back to the to the Bible, being in the Bible part. Mm-hmm. When I was little, I, maybe it was textbooks in school. 
because you couldn't write in textbooks in school, mm-hmm. right? At least I couldn't. No, because you had to like, turn them back in in the end of the year. And then if you did, then you got fined <laughs> for it. Your parents got fined. Yep. Then you got in trouble. Then you got in trouble. So, like, I, the one thing that I always loved was my grandpa's Bible looked used. Yeah. Worn. And I don't know. I want to say he wrote in it, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Mm-hmm. I'll have to ask my mom because I know she still has it. But it it's worn, and I know that he's been in it. Yeah. Or he was in it. Right. My mom. Right? And so, like, I always thought, oh, you're ruining it. Like, it's not pristine anymore. But now, and, like, a couple of youth conferences mm-hmm. ago, there was a pastor in it, and, like, his Bible was so dirty from the oils of his hands, it, like... It, it blew me away. Like, that was one of my favorite things about... I know that's weird to say, but, like, I want my Bible to look like that. Yeah, yeah. Because I've worn it out so much that anybody that picks up my Bible knows that I was in it. Yeah. yeah. I used it. Yep. My mom, after she got saved, uh, she actually had my grandma's Bible in her hope chest. And I'm going to tell you what, that Bible was just I mean the the cover it was a leather it was a leather bottle leather bound but the leather was cracked the edges was frayed and worn the pages was fragile and she had it sitting right on her nightstand every and I noticed you know that bible was well used yeah so I mean you know yeah that's that's a good example if, if you got a well used probably bible, used for praying for you that's a possibility <laughs> <laughs> That's very I know possible. my grandpa's was probably the same way same for me. Thing, yeah. Yep. So, you know, but without that armor, without God, we ain't anybody. We're nothing. We gotta have him. The the battle is easy. The battle is easy. For the yeah. for the other ones. Yeah. yeah. The battle is too easy uh for them just to come in and say, Oh, you're done. Yeah. yeah. You're dead. Yeah, white flag goes up immediately. Yep. yep. But having that armor, all of the armor, again, like we talked before, you can't yeah. pick and choose. Well, I just, I just want the helmet and the breastplate, but I don't want to put those shoes on. Right. Yeah. You know, I don't want to do no work. I don't want to go walking. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to. I, I just want to use the sword. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I just want to be on the attack all the time. Yeah. That's not. How no, it works. that's not going to work. How it works because. That's what we're going to turn. If you really think about it, 99% of the time, you're on the defensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like you said at the beginning, before we even got to the shield, right? Like mm-hmm. if you're in a shield and you're covering yourself, and you're covering yourself, and you're covering yourself, you're not really doing yourself any good. Yeah. Nope. Final thoughts on shield and or anything about the armor? Are we good on that? I think I've said about all I can say about it. <laughs> John, anything that we missed or that we talked over? I don't think so. I mean, we did a pretty good job of covering everything. All right. Now we'll put you on the spot, John. Oh, great. Thanks. So did you la- listen to the last episode? I did not. So you don't know this riddle then, do you? Wait, did I listen to last week's episode? No, but I told him the riddle. So do you have an answer for the riddle? The don't go to the desert yeah, to get don't. your feet wet? Yeah. No. 
We talked about this Tuesday. We did. We certainly did. What did I say? I don't remember. <laughs> so is that the question? What's that? Ref- refresh the listeners your question. Don't go to the desert to get your feet wet. That was the riddle. I had an answer for you. You did, but have, I don't and you had a really good answer but too. I don't remember what it was. Well, it must have been not that good. Though. It was no, it was good. <laughs> no, it was good. But you don't remember it. I've slept. So I thought. I guess I misinterpreted then because what I thought it was. Why do you go to the desert to get your feet wet? Same difference. But I mean, you know, why don't? What's the difference? That's it. All comes to the same conclusion. Yeah. Because I think, for me. That's your desert doesn't have to be the full of sand, hot, whatever. Your desert could be your prayer closet, could be your car, whatever. And getting wet is your intimate time with God and replenishing yourself. Kind of like the water mm-hmm. and glass analogy. Yeah. 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 So that that's my answer, I guess. Absolutely. Told you. This rock. You know what I talked? I talked about the rock. Mm-hmm. You talked about Dwayne Johnson, the rock without yeah. Mike Brown. No, not <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> the rock is the source of the water. If the, when the Israelites were walking for out of Egypt, mm-hmm. the rock sprung forth the water. Yes. Who is the rock? Absolutely. Christ is our rock. Uh-huh. He's the cornerstone. He. If if you look through the Bible, there's multiple multiple places where God or Jesus himself are described as a rock or a cornerstone. When the Israelites were walking out of Egypt to the promised land, they had no water. They had nothing else that they could go to. They were mumbling and grumbling, wanting to go back to Egypt, back into slavery. But water sprang from the rock and sustained them and followed them even, supplying them with that what they needed. So go to the rock to get wet mm-hmm. don't go out to the desert or to the world that doesn't have Christ yeah. yep and get your source of substance yeah, exactly he, he got it right off man and that was the answer he fi- I knew he'd finally think about it I knew what you said I just wanted you to come back up with it making me think Bob that's not fair I know I know but you know but like I said there's no wrong answers on it I mean really yeah it makes, you know. thanks Carl Making my answer look dumb now. Your answer wasn't dumb. Hey, somebody's got to do it. <laughs> I do it enough on my own. All right, final thoughts. Pull needle off the record. I think uh, my final thought is uh, stay steadfast in your prayer and definitely make a personal relationship with God. Put on that whole armor every day. When you wake up in the morning, before you even climb out of bed, sometimes you need to have most, if not all, of this armor on and practice. Use you. You'll never gain proficiency. You'll never be able to to, to fight off that enemy unless you practice. Even when the enemy's not around you, you have to practice. And the only way to do that is to stay in his word. Keep him in your mind. Keep him in your thoughts. Meditate on his word. If not, 
your your tools, your armor, your sword, it starts getting rusty, it starts wearing down, starts getting holes in it, and it won't be effective when the battle really shows up. Absolutely. Right. Was, if you put it on, which hopefully you do, make sure that you're working towards singeing it up and making it tight every step of the way. Yeah. Absolutely, yes. Because if you go a while and it's still loose, you're not doing something right. Yeah. You're not getting in what you need to get in. Join us on our Facebook group right now. As of this recording, we have two announcements left for the All Broken Conference. Broken but not shattered. October 22nd at the 4th Street Theater in downtown Moberly from 3 to 8. Once those two announcements are done, the following Friday is when tickets will go on sale. And there's a lot of cool things that's going to happen our podcast will be there to put on a live one Carl's original podcast Philly Faith they'll do something there our superstar medium sized Mike will be a part time podcaster and part time speaker as him and Tisha who has also been on this podcast are going to talk about marriage and what it's like to be broken and live together under Christ. We have Michael Hunt that's going to talk about what... I always say House for Jesus because I can't ever pronounce it correctly. Casas por Cristo. Yeah, there you go. And and then um, other ones will be announced. And we'll go from there. Are we going to be able to keep the paparazzi away so Mike and Tish can actually make it in the building? Yeah. He's a big superstar. I know. You're probably going to put that red carpet down. I know. (laughs) That movie star comes walking in the building, you know, the the camera starts flashing. I got to, so we got to ask him if he's going to have uh, the Jackal posters. Yeah. Yeah. Available for Headshots so he can sign them. I don't know. The the whole half a second (laughs) you can see his knucklehead in there. (laughs) Um, yeah, just join us on our group just to interact with us. Answer Bob's riddles that he might come up with later. Um, give us feedback, topic suggestions. Tell us your experiences with whatever topic that we have. Um, if you want to go long form, you can email us at brokenrecordministries at gmail.com. Bob's going to pray us out. Can do it. Most gracious Heavenly Father. Father, we just thank you for that armor that you've given us. Father, we thank you for allowing us to be able to use that whole armor and to be able to ward off them fiery darts. Father, I just pray that uh, that the listeners and all of us can just uh, take all this to heart, Father, and just and just use it. And Father, we just uh, give you the praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Until next time. Welcome to my ministry. Catch you on the flip side.